Hello and welcome to Mr. Suitcase. I'm sitting down with Trick Jarrett, uh, the mastermind behind uh, Mana Nation now gathering magic. So, uh, hi Trick, welcome. Hi there, how you doing? I'm great. Uh, yeah, day two of a Grand Prix. Sit again to watch a lot of good people play magic. So, um, I remember on Twitter when uh, you kind of started this venture of, it looks like I'm going to try to go full-time bringing a magic site online. What was your inspiration to do that? Uh, the full-time move was I lost my last job. And it, it, it fell into place. The universe made it very clear this was what I needed to do because I... I was working 70 hours at the job. That I'd already survived two rounds of layoffs. And I, I go to my sponsors, Cool Stuff, and say, look, guys, I'm not able to, to run this site the level I want to. You know, I'm putting too much time into work. And I said, you should buy the site from me. I, I hate to do this, but I'd rather see the site survive in someone else's care than, than die at mine. So that was on a Thursday. On a Saturday, I go to my wife and, and propose to her. On Monday, I go into work and get fired uh, or let go. They, they, never, they never quite specify what the terms were. It was just that they were dissatisfied with my work, which I think was really a, a you're the bottom man on the totem pole, so we're dissatisfied. And so I, there I am without a job. I had a follow-up meeting with Cool Stuff on the following Thursday. And without knowing about my firing, they said, we want to buy the site, but we also want to hire you. So I was like, excellent, let's do this. And, uh, yeah, so once, and they're like, well, we're hiring you mainly for this website, but also to do some programming, oversee some marketing, sort of be a renaissance man for them. So that's, that's really where I've been for almost two years now, uh, running the site predominantly full-time and then doing these other projects for them on the side. Okay, and so then, then the next really big thing that happened in you know Mana Nation history, Gathering Magic history, was that um, you went and you merged with another site, which was Gathering Magic. And now I don't know how many people were familiar with Gathering Magic before before Mana Nation kind of took over that mantra. I know I frequented there a lot. Um, one of the things I really loved about it was they had a very aggressive policy on moderating their forums and their comments. It, up at the top blurb of everything was, hey, basically don't be an idiot, you know which I really appreciated. So how, how did that come about? Well, I, I had been talking with the Gather Magic guys uh, for a while, Reinhardt and uh, Leaf, and they had sort of, they, they stumbled into this website. They, they, they never expected it to become as big as it was. And it, it obviously isn't one of the most well-known domains. People didn't always know it, but if you search for Magic the Gathering, it was always almost always in the top ten. And it had very respectable traffic for a two-man blog. And the domain was fantastic. It was actually a domain that I had looked at when I started Mana Nation, but at the time it was in used by some store or some guy selling cards, and he wasn't even using it, but he never responded to any of my emails. So I, I talked with him a while, and I started to see the first signs of burnout, you know. They didn't expect this to be something that they had to do twice a week, you know. They didn't expect the audience to be there, because uh, it, it's not a well-known brand to a lot of tournament players, but it had, like I said, a lot of traffic, and the audience really, really demanded content from them. And so as the burnout started to happen, I was like, look, guys, I know what's happening. Let me help you. I, I figured how hard can adding a side blog to Mananation, my work with Mananation, be? And they're like, okay, fine. We'll, we'll step back for a little while. And so I took over as sort of the, the editor-in-chief while they recouped and recovered. And I did it for a couple of months, and, and it came, became clear that they weren't, they were done. They had burned out completely. They, there was no relighting the fire. 
uh, Reinhardt was just recently married, and he was more interested in being a married man than, than spending the time necessary for the blog and for spoilers. Because that was the other thing they did was a lot of spoilers, and um, he he was just burned out on the amount of time and effort it took to keep the spoiler up to date every single night at midnight or 9 p.m. because they were West Coast, having to be online, grab the latest cards, and throw them on the page. So we started talking about it. We're like, okay, well, if you're not going to come back, obviously I'm not going to just do this for free anymore. And it, it eventually came out that they were willing to part with the domain. And I, I had to balance. You know, Man Nation, I've built this brand for three years. It's starting to get a really good following. But Gathering Magic is such an awesome brand name. I mean, it's sort of like comparing Nike to AwesomeShoes.com. You know, it sounds funny to make that comparison, and Nike's not a fair comparison for Man Nation, but you're looking at, if someone doesn't know what you make, if someone doesn't know what you're doing, Nike is a meaningless brand. There's no there's no meaning to it. And Man Nation, people who don't know think it's biblical, because there's a term of mana in the Bible. They think it's man, a nation, which is, again, meaningless. And so I started really thinking about the brand and what it means to new people because we had reached a point where I could continue to build it with people inside the community, but it wasn't doing very good with grabbing new people to the community unless they stumbled on it or were referred by friends. So when I started comparing this, I was like, you know, Gathering Magic is a really strong brand because even though you don't know what's about magic, the gathering cards, you get the fantasy element, you get that it's a, a gathering place. I mean, I, uh, and it has meaning beyond just magic, you know. So we, we made the decision, and it was one of the most stressful decisions I made because when I pushed the sites live after a weekend of merging them together, I was like, all right, I'm either going to fly or I'm going to die. You know, it's, I'm going to be burned at the stake for this or I'm going to be, you know, regarded as one of those uh, geniuses. And I wasn't sure what the response was going to be. I was I was truly up to the final minute of pushing the button. I was like, I can undo this. I don't have to go through with this. I can I can call an abort. And I didn't. And it's been fantastic. Our traffic is way up. And the community, after getting used to it, I mean, there's still people, I even do it where I type in Man and Nation and you have to get redirected rather than going directly to the new site. So. It's it's been a big change, but it's a big change for the better. Yeah, and I have to say that uh, you've also seemed to have done a really incredible job of kind of developing a stable of of writers. Because as you know, it's kind of hilarious as, as I go through and I kind of track the Twitter personalities I've been following or whatever. It seems like all of a sudden they all seem to start to trickle into uh, into into gathering magic. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think probably one of the most interesting things that I've seen kind of come out of your site is this concept of Vorthos Wednesday. <laughs> and so was that something you consciously did, or is that something that just kind of evolved? Well, uh, Mike Lineman is the one who brainstormed Vorthos Wednesday. His, he and I started talking. Uh, he writes for me. He's a contractor for Wizards, and he's a Vorthos. I mean, he is the by-definition Vorthos. And he's like, look, there's not a lot of content out there for Vorthos. Most of it revolves around forum debates, you know. Would, would this car do this? Is this is this, more, is this flavorful? Is this, and so there's no real good content. So we had, I had Lineman and Mike, and uh, he started writing, and we, we started trying to build this. And, uh, I got I started looking for follow-ups, more of all, for those people. I mean, I have I have my uh, 
Rune's Tales, a sort of fictional take on magic stories, and uh, I ended up coming up across Moxie MCG or MJ Scott, and she contacted me because I put out that I was looking for people with art interest, and um, she uh, she came on board and she's been fantastic, uh, contributing to Vorthos Wednesdays. You know, it, it's it's still small. I'm looking for more writers, um, and I don't make Vor- Wednesdays only Vorthos. I keep some other content on there, but Vorthos is definitely a niche that needs to be served and that's one thing that I really look to do and you touched on um, how I tend to pull people in from Twitter when I when I started the site I was like okay I don't have the bank to go after pros uh, the only pro I have on the site is Darwin Castle he's a hall of famer um, and he does uh, great stuff He does. he's very good at covering some of the basic stuff examining decks etc but I, I didn't have the bank so I had to figure out how to make my, my bucks go the farthest and so I start looking for people they need to be already interested in writing need to have the personality they can't just be someone who writes for the paycheck they need to be interested in building their brand they need to be people who are interested in, in getting out there so I start re- looking at all these people and I think the biggest example is John Medina um, who I, I picked up and we did the Pack to Power series which is you know, depending on who you are you either love me or hate me for having created this trend and um, he had already been thinking about doing this series and, and we'll, we'll never know if he had done it on his own site whether he would have skyrocketed or if it was the combination of our forces or what I, I maintain that whether I had picked him up or not he would have continued to gain traction and, and taken off on his own I just pushed the gas pedal a little bit and, uh, and so I, there's him there's you know uh, numerous grinders who are on Twitter that I picked up and, and uh, put out there and Star City has picked him up or TCG player etc like that so it, 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 it's, it was part of my game plan from the beginning to find these people who had the drive themselves and then the interest and to a certain degree the, the ability to write like I can uh, I'm, I'm currently quote unquote tutoring two different writers who maintain that they, they shouldn't be writing they're like I, I, I can't write and I'm like yes you can you, you just don't think you can because you, you got bad grades in school well school should not be teaching writing schools teach you to write poorly I'm like one of the first things on the writer's guide is don't write five paragraphs I don't want five paragraphs I want you to write until you're done I don't have any maximum length I don't have any minimum length as long as you set out a topic let me know what you're going to talk about and then cover it I don't care if it's a page if it's 20 pages so it's really about having an editor like myself or Debbie who's my my, uh, my content editor saying okay this is what you're doing wrong this is what we need to do better like some of the writers I send what we change I send them a change file showing them these are all the changes that we made to your work so that you can see what we're doing and I'm really excited because we're about to put out a style guide and in my mind hopefully it'll, it'll become the MLA or the APA of magic it'll be here are all the things that gathering magic does for their their content these are all the rules they follow you know we don't pluralize card names we don't do this we, we treat all events any format any uh, game related proper noun as true proper nouns etc so uh, we're about to put that out hopefully within the next week or two and uh, I'm hoping that it will help the magic community overall raise their level of content and show people what needs to be done or how to how to write that's awesome so uh, are you currently looking for any writers yes I'm always looking for writers <laughs> is there any particular topics you're, in, you're, you're looking to accrue people for um, I, I had one of my financial writers depart he, he just he had reached the burnout point and, and sort of didn't feel like he was he, he was about to go back to school life, life took, took priority now I completely understand that so I'm looking to, to sort of beef up the financial section again I'm always looking for more of those writers and uh, 
um, I have a couple of other content ideas. That's one of the things I do that's different is I, I develop this idea and then I look for someone to fill it. Um, a lot of times editors will just say, hey, we're looking for strategic content. Well, I, I'm not happy with that necessarily always looking for these broad terms. I mean, sometimes I'll say, look, I, I'm looking for a grinder. But I've got two ideas that I'm really trying to hone and figure out what I'm looking for so I can find the right person for. I, I tell you, one of the things that uh, I think a lot of people kind of come to your site for are your This weekend uh, articles. So can you talk a little bit about the origin of uh, This weekend Magic and kind of how it has proliferated out into some other series? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I started This Week in Magic because, because of my job. Even before I went full-time, I read everything. I read every site. I read every article. Uh, I just wanted to know what was going on. I needed to know what the, what the people were thinking. And so I, I was like, well, if I'm reading it all, I, I, I know what I consider the best articles. I should start collecting these for people. And so I would read everything throughout the week. I would have some bookmarks. And on Friday mornings, usually around 7 or 8, first thing in the morning, I would sit down and, and spend three hours, go through every single article I had read, identify the uh, the best articles, and put together This Week in Magic. And I did it for, like, I think three to four months. And I was like... I, I'm great. I'm very happy with it. But at the same time, I became to realize that that's four hours of my Friday morning being put towards this article when there are other people out there who can do it and there's other stuff I need to do. So I put out the call saying, hey, guys, I'm looking for someone to take this over. And Eric popped up, and he's been fantastic. He's done it uh, since, he, I mean, there's been no, I think, maybe one or two weeks that he's missed. Um, and so this week in Magic, like you said, took off, really drew an audience. I began looking at other areas that I could do this sort of thing, you know, and one of the first things I did was podcasts. I listened to some podcasts, and podcasts are a piece of content that I knew that I was missing stuff because I just don't have the time. I, I'm not good at um, double uh, at um, multitasking while listening to podcasts because I auditory is the first thing I cut out. So I, I'm, I have to focus on podcasts to really get what they're saying. So I started looking around, I uh, put out the word, I'm looking to do this on podcasts, and I'm like, I need someone who listens to all the podcasts, or listens to a lot of them, and Luke Saunier uh, responded, and we sort of, I, I said, look, I don't have a clear vision on this, we need to come up with one together, and he starts going into it, and he starts covering all the podcasts, and I think it's great, and after about six to eight weeks, he goes, uh, I can't do this anymore, I was like, whoa, whoa, you were doing fantastic, what's going on, he's like, well, it's just so much time for me to put into this, and I was like, okay, well, I can understand that, uh, Let's retool what the podcast, what the, what the article is. Let's not let's not have you walk away. Let's find out what we need to change to keep you writing. And he's like, okay. Well, I was like, one of the things I had thought about that we never really did was do it on just like the top eight or ten podcasts, and then feature one or two new podcasts and give them a sort of uh, a peek, give the readers a peek of these podcasts. Not covering all the podcasts, but cover you know some of them. And he's like, okay, let's start doing that. And uh, so he's still writing for me. There was no break. He, he, we just recently shifted him from Tuesdays to Fridays. So Friday may end up being our this weekend summary day. Uh, but uh, otherwise, it's going great, and he's doing well. We tried this week in Twitter, and it started out really strong. And we had, like, the first three weeks that were really, really great. Ryan Broussard's a great writer. I'm trying to find another thing that we can start doing. But he also writes for Quiet Speculation, so I can't, I can't have him do financial content. Um, well, I probably could. I, I haven't discussed it, but in my mind, I'm saying not. And so I, um, 
I ended up pulling the plug on this week in Twitter because after those first initial weeks, it really dried up. And Twitter is a very hard thing for that to happen to, or for that article to be written about because it's it's these instantaneous conversations, even more than magic articles. It's a it's a river of data, and so you have to be. I mean, it's one that I could probably write if I had the time because I sit there on Twitter all day. But uh, you have to be that sort of person where it's part of your moment-to-moment routine of keeping an eye on what the conversations are about. And after those three weeks, the, the exciting conversations which incited the article sort of died off. I mean, there's still good pieces from here or there, but it's not really enough to merit an article. So that's one that I, I ended up putting a stop to because it just wasn't getting the traffic and it wasn't meeting the standards I was looking for. Um, sort of in that vein is our, our app roundup, Michael Evans, the Spork writes. It's not quite the same thing, but it's, a, it's an, again, we're, we're, we're reaching out, we're looking for other people's, what, what the other people are doing and bringing them in. So that, that's running on Fridays, and it's going well. He just did uh, Magic Duels of the Planeswalkers 2012 review, and he had done Android and iPhone before. So, Yeah, and I've definitely tuned in to each one of those articles, and in the app Roundup I've, I've definitely looked at for... Uh, because I have an Android phone, so of course I'm looking to, oh, hey, what can I, what can I get on here? What can, can do? I mean, I think a lot of the magic people, I don't know, most of the magic people I associate with are hooked into technology in one way or the other. Technology and magic have a very close relationship. I mean, I, I contend that magic would not have succeeded were it not for the nascent internet that magic really latched onto with Usenet and then the Dojo and then all this, these numerous websites afterwards. So, you know, you, you obviously are involved in. In uh, a bunch of different communities. So, you know, if, if someone is a a fledgling magic player or a a fledgling person who wants to kind of start building their brand, you know, what is your recommendation for them? Well, building your brand as a player is different than building your brand as a writer. I mean, they sort of follow the same path, but in truth, the, the end goals are different, or and the, the, those successes are different. Building your brand isn't going to help you as a magic player, other than it gives you better connections. But in truth, what helps you get better connections is playing better and, and playing more. If you're if you're a writer who wants to build their brand, then Twitter is the place to start. Get involved in the conversations. Twitter is like a, an ongoing social party. You you can stay in a room and you can be the awkward kid in the corner just listening to everyone else, or in Twitter you can easily and um, non, non-boorishly step into conversations and say, hey, I have an opinion on this. So Twitter is a fantastic way to start building those those um, connections and, and getting your people recognized. Uh, I heavily encourage new writers and players to use your real name on Twitter. It's not like it's a, a, a chat room where your badge name or your nickname will be your identifier. In Magic, we, we don't stick by those. We really want real names or, or real nicknames like Trick. I'm, I'm not saying don't use a nickname, but I'm saying don't don't be Dark Angel 37 on conver- in the conversations if, if, to build your brand because uh, it, it's really awkward when I go to events and I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. And they're like, oh, I'm, I'm so-and-so on Twitter. I was like, sorry. Oh, you don't have you don't have your picture. And I don't know your real name. So it, it, that, that's something I really encourage new people who are building their brand to do. Don't because the other thing is when you're ready to transition to your real name, you're now going to take a step back because some people will be aware of the name change. Some people will be aware of the photo change. Some people won't. Some, some people will know that you're you're completely different than the person they were talking to a week ago. So start out going down the right path. Don't don't backtrack. With those connections, don't be afraid to reach out to sites. There's a lot of young websites out there looking for content. It's not paid for most of them. I mean, you have to you have to reach um, 
Gathering Magic, Star City, TCG players, that sort of level. And, and Gathering Magic, I'm always looking for writers. I'm always willing to accept articles. I, I am not as good as I used to be at replying to every every submitted author. I, I fully admit this, and I apologize. But I just don't have the time, and I don't have anyone that I trust to, to judge these articles other than myself right now. So if you submit your article, it gets read. I try to get back to you. And if I don't, I apologize. You got pocket vetoed. There's, there's no better way of saying it than it's just a, you didn't grab me, and I didn't have time to reply to you. The other thing about it is submitting articles to Gathering Magic is that Sometimes your article is great, but it's timely in a time where I'm not looking for to use any submitted articles because you have to understand I'm on a budget. I also have a certain level that I look at for content. Like I don't want to go below a certain level. I don't want to go above a certain level because they start it starts being counterproductive. If people see, oh my God, there's eight new articles, then to a certain degree I don't get as many readership, and the, I can track that data right now. And so. I don't get discouraged is where I'm coming to next is that you're going to get rejected just like if you're writing in any other industry if you're writing any other topic people are going to say no you're going to hear no a lot but if you're determined then you're going to you're going to come out on top a no is like a game loss you can't take it as an end of the world event a no is a alright it's a setback let's go again you know a victory is a yes you know so you, you just have to keep pushing through use the connections let people know that you have opinions and, and I guess that's another point is don't don't be meek about your opinions. Have strong opinions. Stand, stand by your opinions. It's fine to be wrong. It's not fine to not have an opinion. You know, uh, look at look at Mike Flores, for example. He's been around since the internet began, and one of the things he's known for is these predictions that he makes. You know, and more often than not, they're wrong. I mean, just like Evan, just like myself, predictions can be wrong. That's fine, but you have to make them because when they succeed, that earns you a certain amount of notoriety. And that's 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 a, a real big tip: is have an opinion. This is the best deck in the format. Is it right? I don't know, but that's what I think is the best deck in the format. Well, I really appreciate the time you've sat down and talked with us, and I uh, hope to talk to you again. Great. Thank you, Trick. You're my pleasure. Bye,